0: Keep keep with your fake charity work, keep going with your fake charity work and doing your fake PR stunts and paying all those models to be your friends. Broadcasting from Essex, it's the 25th of August and you're listening to Salonomics. The Bitcoin price is currently forty seven thousand five hundred dollars. One dollar gets you two thousand one hundred and five satoshis. I'm your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my hair, Dominic Rob. Joe, mate.
1: Dominic. Raab. Hey, Jug. Okay. Now I wish I could. I had the luxury of going on a holiday, mate, and sitting on the beach, not caring about anything whatsoever. Yeah. No. know. Not
0: not doing your job, right?
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, talk about switching off. He completely switched off, didn't he?
0: (laughs) I mean, it's strange, isn't it? Like, you know, these people running the country. But I would argue, like, if my client phones me because she's got a hair, I'm straight there. Yeah, do you know what I mean? This guy has thrown an entire country under a bus and how
1: does he keep his job I've no, well listen we, we could talk about the government right the, to, to the cows come home but i i do believe right that these these people in power at the moment right they're not politicians mate they're far from politicians uh, i for me it's all about experiences right to be a professional yeah in any field you have to have yes. experience okay and when you got experience then you become professional and when you're a professional you can deal with things you delegate you you had you know how to deal with situations now from Dominic Robb to Boris Johnson to anybody right they've got no experiences whatsoever I I actually believe personally speaking they're not professional people so how they behave is kind of bewildering to me because I just can't relate to him whatsoever in any form, or uh, uh, or in 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 uh, my everyday life. I just cannot relate to him. anything they say, yeah.
0: anything they do. It's completely yeah, totally. You know, totally. No, I agree <clears> with you. I mean, it's you. You you hit the nail on the head. It's about being professional, right? Mm. So it doesn't matter what career you're in. Yeah, you you're, you're going to be a professional. You're paid to do a job. That's right. These idiots. They can, can go away for August and think the world stops and, you know, they can just forget about it for six weeks, well, th- you know, and, and like I say, this, this morning, he's all over Twitter because uh, he's being trolled. Oh, is he? Because apparently, yeah, apparently there was some accusation that, you know, while people were dying and falling out of planes uh, and being, bu- you know, being murdered yeah. in Afghanistan. He was in the sea uh, paddleboarding. Yeah, that's right. It, it was on holiday. Exactly. Yeah, and and he's argued. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't actually paddleboarding at all. I was simply uh, the sea was closed. So obviously, <laughs> there's a hundred and twenty thousand tweets on there, all ridiculing at the moment. You know, saying the sea was closed.
1: Well, so. exactly. I mean, you know. So go back to Matt Hancock. Eventually, right, their, their masks do fall off, right? Yeah, you but know, eventually they get exposed. And and you know, personally speaking. Yeah, you know, they they're going to get nosebleeds sooner rather than later I mean, apparently um, there's the, the midterm elections coming up in america soon right you know yeah. and like if you if you know, joe biden won the election right with a landslide apparently now the, the midterm elections are coming soon uh, in america what if it's going to happen the republicans storm it you just
0: watch yeah well, like I say, anyway, all this politics—all anyway, yeah, this politics—is just the art of creating trouble. I think it, yeah. it was um, Groucho Marx said that. That's right. Yeah, it, it just, yeah, a, exactly.
1: You know.
0: Anyway, let's say, go to. Um, anyway, anyways, anyways, anyways. <laughs> Next subject. So then, Joe, um, I um, I just want to check if you've um, had any um, feedback from the last show. The last show was called "Why Are L'Oreal." scared i thought it was a very i thought it was a tremendously insightful show oh, I thought it was a great show that.
1: the only thing i've got to talk sort because of, I, I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this because you know you've been very busy with uh first with your sort of your 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 niece mm-hmm. right niece
0: right yeah. so
1: and you know and i really don't want to sort of upset you any more than, than you've been upset now yeah. i wasn't too impressed with the title to be honest with you
0: I, why is that? I mean, well, you, I mean, you actually said that during the show. No, I did you know, I, Why are L'Oreal no, scared? I, so I, no, I didn't sort of say I it. said why are
1: hairdressers scared of L'Oreal? Ah,
0: okay. Okay. okay right. I well, said why? I mean, we
1: can go back to it, but I, because I, yeah. because I, I, you know what? And I was thinking about this as well, right? Last last, night I just happened to be um, on my trip because you know I've got a. Uh, sort of like, uh, a homemade gym right you know it's, it's nothing fancy i just get my treadmill i just put in front of the tv and i'll just drop jump up and down on it right but um i was watching um you know sort of a program and a commercial came on and i've got to sort of say since the pandemic started which was over a, a year and a half ago right um towards yeah. bigger, bigger 2020. one thing i didn't notice was how how much um, commercials there was right on home color and and the biggest contributor to the commercial was Schwarzkopf. and you had um claire and you had the well as they're not right but not from l'oreal that I gotta say till of late and I think what yeah we were talking about the show last week about L'Oreal and, and their uh, and the and the complaints that these um so-called professional having right I actually think L'Oreal has reacted to the market rather than them
0: influencing the market do, do you know what I mean Oh no, that's totally that's totally what we was praising yeah. them for in the show. I, 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 mean, know, I, I know you did, but I, I was talking about what, why L'Oreal's scared of the shareholders, aren't they? You know, that's why L'Oreal have to try and monopolize the whole fan, industry. I thought it was a
1: family-owned business.
0: What L'Oreal? Yeah. No, they're a they're a um, they're a, a giant. Um, conglomerate, just like everybody yeah, else, but is, I did, with a number, a number of umbrella umbrella businesses. Yeah, but I didn't
1: underneath. get the title that. Why, Laura's, I mean, L'Oreal just dominates the whole market, right? So what they're
0: scared of, I, I could understand
1: what they would be scared of.
0: Well, well, let me give you my thinking, it. Yeah. I mean, you did put L'Oreal and scared in the same thing, yeah. so that's what kind of gave me the okay. idea. But for for me, the the um the the fear from L'Oreal comes from. They're 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 scared because if salon owners actually woke up and realised they can ditch L'Oreal, yeah. then that would that would hurt L'Oreal a lot. Okay, do you know what I mean? Okay. If every single salon in the UK went, you know what? It's a step too far. Yeah, you've got nice products. We'll find other products and ditch L'Oreal. That will harm their business, and and that was that's the only thing that's going to send shockwaves out to L'Oreal. So L'Oreal should be scared of salons. Yes. Because if they weren't. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's the fact that a lot of salons and salon owners, and and L'Oreal know this, by the way, they're scared to change provider. They're scared to change product company. You know, they're used to using certain colours, certain tools. And, you know, it's that that afraid of change again. Yeah. So if salon owners actually put their money where their mouth is, and rather than um rather than you know brown nosing <coughs> these giant companies and they actually took a stand against them and said no this isn't acceptable l'oreal we're ditching you we're going to go to another brand you know then l'oreal would be they would get them they would get the message do you think
1: I let me put it to, I, I, I don't to elaborate on too much on this right but let me put it no okay let, let me just put it to another thing now do you think l'oreal is scared purely because if salon owners right ditch l'oreal it's only going to be a small fraction of their um of their to their income right because i think they, they have a much bigger uh, sales right through the home Home service uh, home products, uh, like Yeah, no, point. for
0: sure. But, but at the end of the day, Joe, um, these companies are separated into, you know, teams of yeah, management yeah. that manage certain uh, sectors of the business. Yeah,
1: I think what laurel probably have to do, right, is spend more money on commercials and advertising. Because i I've well, said it before. No, no, they already are, Joe. Yeah, but this,
0: this was one of the <clears> problems <throat> um, that we pointed out. Yeah. Um, everyone was crying about L'Oreal spending millions with influencers. Oh, yeah, that's all They're rubbish. not spending millions with salons. Yeah. They're actually going to give money to people and with big TikTok accounts. Well, that's accounts. just
1: it. Because you know, salons, right? I mean, this is the full hardest thing to think about a salon, right? Salons are their advertising that's right, you know we yeah. said it before right and, and I think that's what salon I think that's where Laura will be scared that you know God Almighty we you know we have to start re um re, re sort of like rejigging re their um business model because you know they, they, the free space they get the free exposure they get all from all salon owners, right is paramount. anyway that's that's my thinking really um yeah so so yeah um I did get a feedback from on our show anyway
0: all right. what's was this from
1: well you know how did you get that feed well back? you know because you started this um pain pain uh for our audiences right you know on the yeah. website the support the show support yeah. the show right well i yeah. did get a response actually um oh you did i did yeah <laughs> i mean, on, I mean obviously right, obviously your campaign does work aaron um i got an email from um on my source sonomics um, joe sonomics on my LinkedIn. and um from Zeno the barber in Canary Wolf now Zeno the barber is a a guy called Adam right yeah and he he sort of said that he loves the show and and he just Mm. want to know one thing because obviously we talked about the uh, I'm not going to read out what he said I'm just going to read that I'm just going to interpret what he said right you know what i mean i find it much yeah, i find it much easier because i'm not very good at reading um, emails out and he, he wanted to know about the pricing because we talked about it in one of our shows didn't we that um, mm. hairdressers and salon owners right have to put their prices up right mm. and he and and he was asked, he asked me a question what percentage do
0: you put your prices up and how do you come to that number mm. right that's a great question had so so tell me how did he do, did he actually donate did he send his? he did he did donate.
1: A... actually he he, he called, like obviously went to the uh sunomics.com webpage yeah and there's the paypal and he contributed well you should know because you've got access to the cap because you're the financial director <laughs> well i yeah, <you> not know <laughs> you haven't been i know uh, well, three, well three I've, past been, 50. I've been busy you know, and yeah, i've kind have, of yeah. been off i've been off the grid <clears throat> for a few days yeah so.
0: uh three pounds fifty Oh, happy days! Well, happy days. Yeah. That well, you know, all this money, Joe, it goes into the Salonomics Christmas Party that is true. Uh, Fund. But, that's uh, where it's going to go. No, no,
1: I, I think it should go to reinvesting into the business of Salonomics. Uh, no, yeah. no, you know, well, we don't want to go jolly with people's money, do we? That's uh, um, that's of course, fraud. Of course not. Of course no. Of course <laughs> it's not.
0: Of course it's not. If that's what if that's what you know people want to donate, and that's a half a pint for me and you, I'd yeah. consider it a tip. Well, it's a tip. How many tips have you taken this week from your I have had, had, had tips
1: for five years. Really? Yeah. Since I, since I started, started um, the business. I mean, I've had a, that's the last time I had a tip.
0: Really. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. You're going yeah. to answer his question. I mean,
1: I, I actually sort of said to, right? Yeah. Minimum is 10% because you have to give for inflation, for price increase and everything. Right? And... Mm so you can work it from a percentage right of um the inflation is always always goes up by about two
0: percent three percent uh no well that that's if you only count inflation on bread and milk it, and eggs this essential if you count is, inflation on the house prices petrol gas electric uh, inflation this year alone is closer to fifteen percent. Well,
1: I think I think that as a hairdresser, we have to look at the essentials, right? Which is, sure. You know what I mean, I so, know
0: L'Oreal L'Oreal put all their prices up four percent
1: right? Exactly. So again, so again, you you got that, and then you got the transportation, exactly. So I would think ten percent is always an acceptable figure. Yeah. Fifteen um, percent is the ideal number. Personally speaking, yeah. but 10% people don't miss it that much, right? And yeah. obviously, you know, the, the, the more expensive you are as, as a sort of like a them right, the bigger the number. But uh, obviously, Zeno you know, charges £35 a haircut. If it goes yeah. to 10%, it will be what £38.50 a haircut. So yeah. there isn't that much difference, right? but That's it right. will make a big difference to his results uh, his um, result yeah it's bottom, B- bottom line. line yeah right? no totally and and and, and I saw to him, the be- the best way to I, I always believed and this is what I saw said to him the, I always said I always believe the best time to put a price price increase is after Christmas mm. or in the summer holidays purely yeah. because people not around in that period yeah. okay because after christmas people are scared and you know my, fortunately, my class were well to do it. they will go away uh, and people won't be coming to the salon until a bit later into the into the oh. year so when they so the new year is always a new year so new new or sort of like new new year type of thing. so you start the whole new thing or in um, september when people come back and then you got that little bit of um Respite till Christmas, you see. So you know, do you know what I mean. Oh. And again, yeah,
0: no, it makes sense. And they said,
1: "Where did you put your price?" On? Oh, I put it last month. Oh, I wasn't here. Well, there you go, <laughs> top of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's even if they mention it. Uh, I mean, half the time they uh, won't even mention uh, it. Uh, they, they, They'll just they, get they their they card do. out. And well, pay. You always get one who
1: it does. You know what I mean? But you always yeah, cover yourself. Sure. You see? So, so yeah, so yeah.
0: Well, I must have fantastic clients because uh, I I I get paid uh, and I still get tipped as well. Do you? Uh, which is great, yeah, well, yeah it's not But I don't charge as much as you. You know, I mean, you, you're in the, you know, top one percent of charging <laughs> hairdressers in this country. You know, I, I wouldn't, I'd feel guilty to take a tip on top of what you charge. But uh, anyway, that's another story. Can I want to sort of yeah.
1: give, give a quick shout out to Zeno the barber, and Canary Wolf. Hopefully, this Thank
0: you. you very much, Zeno. I'm going to give him a round of applause. Thank you for that, Zeno. Our first ever. Donate. Yes, and I hope you ask some questions
1: and go for it, mate. If you want to go fifteen percent, do fifteen percent.
0: Zena Zeno. Zeno as well. Yeah. And I wanna say if you don't have a fifteen percent pay rise this year, then you're actually taking a pay cut. So yeah. that's my yeah. advice to yeah. everyone.
1: Oh, well done. Well said.
0: Uh, I actually got a note as well Did you? through PayPal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um this was from Simon from Urban Utopia. On Hamlet Court Road. He just really wanted to give him a shout out. Where's that? Hamilton Court Road. Hermitage Road. It's in Westcliff. Okay. It's in uh, oh, the town I used to live lovely. in. Anyway, he donated £10 or so through the, <laughs> the paper. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Canary Wharf, right? One of the richest places in the world, yeah? Uh, and yeah. it's £3.50 pounds, three
0: pounds to... £3.50, and Westcliff, £10.00. Oh. Well, they're very generous they're very, in, very. in Essex. Essex people are known for their generosity, mate. What can I say? Anyway, he just says, you know, just give a shout out, you know, thanks to the insights over the last year. You're welcome, mate. I'll give you a... for that. Um, yeah, no, no uh, pleasure. So £10.00, so that's £13.50 we've got so far. That's at least two pints. <laughs> um, for, at the Christmas party. Well, so but well,
1: right well, if, uh, if we go to uh, Westcliff, that that be four pints, won't it? It'll be four pints <laughs> in
0: Westcliff, but yeah, no doubt. I know. I, I know you don't like travelling out of uh, the North London postcode, so no, I'll, I'll probably end up coming to you. We'll be lucky to get two pints. Excuse me, mate. You 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 drove <laughs> yeah. all the way to London um, for your wife's um, anniversary. I saw your Instagram yeah. pictures,
1: so that, you know.
0: Yeah, ha- happy anniversary. It's quite funny, actually, Joe, because... Um, oh, hang on. Let me let me um, recap the support the show before we go on to that. Hold that thought. One yeah. second. <laughs> so then, guys, um, yeah, support the show. Unlike on un- any other industry broadcast, Salonomics has decided to be a solely listener-supported production. This means the listeners contribute to the show both financially and through volunteerism. Which basically means just send us some notes and, you know, you can um, add to the show. If you feel you're getting value from this show, please help us by becoming a supporter and passing the word that Salonomics is the only show which shares your passions and airs your grievances. Your contributions helps us continue to bring the content that other creators cannot dare to. If you want to shout out or get something off your chest in an anonymous way, whether you want to critique a collie, burn a bridge or throw someone under a bus make sure you send us a note via the PayPal button on Salonomics.com and please note that we reserve the right to say what we want. So yeah. there you go. I just had to get that um, spring cleaning and admin yeah. out of the way. So, so yeah, um, yeah. thank you for that. Hopefully, this value-for-value value model will carry on going. Also, as well, I want to say, if you're listening via a podcasting 2.0 app, you can always sense. Boost, hit that boost button, and send us some satoshis, direct from your lightning wallet to us as well. You know how many satoshis we received last week. Do you remember? Well, it? if it's uh, 30 pounds fifty, a million. No, we re- no 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 no. I'm not I'm not equivalent. This was a second revenue stream. Okay. We got a second revenue stream coming in in Bitcoin. We got one thousand nine hundred seventy-eight satoshis last week. Uh, that's just under a dollar. <laughs> but hopefully by next year, that'll that'll be a hundred pounds. That's, okay, that's okay, Anybody? okay. So that's cool, though, that's isn't it? That's cool. It, so we've yeah. got two revenue streams. We've got a fiat revenue stream, PayPal, and then we've got another revenue stream. This is amazing. <coughs> so this means that we don't have to, you know, bore you with all these, you know, uh, Bluetooth or. You know, mattress or mypillow.com advert. But you know what, though?
1: If if we started getting a lot of traction from this, right, does it mean I have to give up hairdressing?
0: No, you'd never give up hairdressing. You bring too much value to too many people's (laughs) lives.
1: Don't you? Yeah, I, I suppose I do. I suppose I do.
0: I mean, could you... I mean, I can see you in your 70s still cutting hair no, still I, on the can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. flying around london servicing those you, you, you know very what, right? wealthy it's, clients of it, yours it's quite
1: interesting it's all i talked about my motorbike. but yeah, was, i was i, I was, uh, I was uh, in town i had to go to town yesterday right and i saw sort of rode the bike and when i run my ducati i feel like i'm 21 years old you know young alert you know aggressive like i'm the king of the road blah. blah. But when I come off it, I'm like sixty three years old. My body's killing me. <laughs> I feel like God. Is it hard
0: work then? Really, I mean, well, is it actually quite physical it, then riding a it motorbike? It really is because
1: 'cause you've got all you know, the G forces, you've got the you know, the elements, you know, the vibrations. I thought
0: listen, I thought average speed in London was seven mile an hour. Well, what what G forces well, you get is the, that or is that your is that the drag on your wallet yeah, as you're no, like, no, carrying no, that around no, London? No,
1: i no, the, the thing is right I always been uh <laughs> <laughs> now I, I have cheated a little bit you know because my number plate on my Ducati is mm. um it's not road legal it's not illegal but it's not road legal because right. what's that is it too small it's too what small it? right so oh, okay. so and it's kind of tucked underneath the, the tail seat as well right slightly mm. so in order for, to be prosecuted right the pictures has to be clear all right, mm. and in a world of high definition it has to be crystal clear all right so the, they cannot prosecute you if there's an element of doubt okay right in the eyes of the law so what happens is and the best way to avoid speed cameras you know the best way to voice speak cameras Aaron? it was always on the inside lane all right never the outside okay. lane because the outside lane is a fast lane if you actually, yeah. if you go back to when the first speed cameras first came out, right, it was, you know, people were always on the outside lane, weren't they? Go, Going, Whoa. if right. you actually stand in the inside lane, it didn't really register. Seriously,
0: yeah. you know. Okay, well that's interesting. But uh, the thing is, you must be setting off speed cameras where you live all the time because you have got a twenty mile an hour speed limit there. So I don't even know how you get out of first gear. Well, I
1: do. I do um, well, it's without high ribbon quite. quite but a I, I, I do. I do tend to sort of go. Thirty to forty, like you know, I, mean, I, sh- I should be talking to this because all the police, no, all the you, cop you, you've incriminated yeah, yourself.
0: Like all the coppers would be waiting for me, like you know what I mean? You yeah, know? you're gonna have to stick a you're gonna have to stick a caveat on that. I, I, uh, everything that Joe Memmett says in this podcast is bull crap and is is part of his own. Well, I t- oh, on
1: Sunday, right? I had to go to allegedly. S- I had to go to Suffolk on Sunday, right? Hmm. To do a client and. Um, now the sad thing was was that I I actually got to got up quite late and um and I was going to the football as you know so yeah. I, I went up to Suffolk I got there so about 11 30 well, so I was running an hour behind anyway um I, I had breakfast with them well brunch really and then I did their hairs and I left about uh, half past one now I was going to football as well so I had three hours to get to from Suffolk to my house which I don't live too far from the Arsenal football stadium as well right so so I'm on the M11 was this on your bike or in the car I'm, I'm in the car actually right, right. I'm in the car okay. uh, well that's your problem there mate no well, you was, was in the car well I mean so the thing was was that I actually did really really well on the up to the M11 right and just before you come off to the mm. M11 onto the 406 I'm still doing about 80 85 miles per hour at this point right and this wow. and this car comes up behind me,
0: right? Like uh, you're going to get a load of retrospective points uh, uh, if a member of the constabulary <laughs> really yeah. listens to this podcast. Yeah,
1: no, so, no, right? you're going to get a letter uh, through your yeah, door. Yeah, and, uh, and this car pulls up behind me, uh, behind me, right? And it flashes me out of the right. way. It was a BMW, oh. right? So uh, obviously, you know, a, 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 a mini a cooper against a bmw right you're not going to win so i pulled into the into the middle lane and as the bmw pulled um pulled past me at the back mm-hmm. he had this sort of like a, a neon lights 70 miles per hour What your speed limit it must have been a cop car ah <laughs> uh,
0: okay yeah
1: and my police car yeah but he didn't stop he didn't stop me he just pulled me out he just told me so like me out of the way yeah just
0: sort of i thought i thought he was he was going <coughs> to give you the birds. yeah i was waiting for the he gave me the bird no no no
1: anyway so so I thought, there you go anyway
0: yeah anyway let's move yeah. on from that you know your first world problems <laughs> with having to deal with you know a shitty ass london that basically wants to find you every single time you walk out the door well, tell me about it um I mean, London, I, I, mate. I, I genuinely, I don't know how you can still live there.
1: Um, you know. Listen, yeah. One of the things that we we did talk about at the time when, when we had the offer for our salon over five years ago now. Mm. One of the things, that we, yeah, we did discuss was that we will leave London as well. Mm. Five years later, we're still here.
0: You're still there. <laughs> yeah. It's a sad state of affairs, mate. Sad yeah. state of affairs. You should. Should get out while you still can. Um, okay, yeah, let's change subject. Uh, i got a couple of bugbears, right? Yeah, I know we said we didn't want to um touch on the politics of hairdressing much, but um something came to my attention today uh that I shared with you on email. Um there's a change.org yes, I did email see that going actually, around. Yes, yes. I think I think we mentioned it in a previous show as well. Some of you may be aware of this, uh, where they're basically putting another there's a certain Group of people that put another um, petition together, essentially asking the government for bailouts. Which I understand. I understand why they're asking for bailouts because you know, let's face it, salon businesses have been locked down for nine months out of the last eight. But do you I ad- get it? Do you, do you get, I get it? it? Seriously,
1: do you do you really get it? Do you, or are you just being sympathetic?
0: No, I, no, I no, I'm being sympathetic to them, and I and I understand why they are. Asking for it because let's face it, um, many other industries get bailed out. Uh, the banks in 2008, they all got bailed out when they made mistake. No one went to jail. No one lost their job for it, and they all got bailed out. You know, so this is simply hairdressers, through no fault of their own, being locked down for nine months. Um, you know, asking for a bit more relief because you know a lot of hairdressing salons got loans. They got um, tax relief. In the early uh, in the early part of the pandemic, but then there's not been much coming through since. Wow. So a lot of salons I know um, <clears throat> spent a lot of that money on making um, cosmetic changes to the salon. You know, like moving uh, wash basins further apart. You know, so you know to take care of social distancing. So a lot of a lot of that money that was loaned to them or, or given to as a grant by the government, they spent on trying to <laughs> make the best of the And I did situation. tell you at the
1: time, at the beginning when we first started this, right? We both
0: a- said, save that money, don't do anything. Yeah, yeah we both said it. Because th- the landscape going to yeah. change all the time. So again, yeah. that's bad. But once again, you know, I've spoken to a few salon owners over the last few weeks and the council are really hot on them, Joe. You know, the council are literally paying them visits. These are environmental health councils. And and one of my good friends, even though mask mandates are not law anymore, the council come in and say, well, we would really like you to wear a mask while you're cutting hair. And obviously, my colleague said um, to the the environmental health, they said, "This is a decision of my customer. If my client wants me to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to wear a mask." And the, and the council officer <laughs> had to accept that as an answer because what what can they do? do you know so what I mean? so but, what so what right did the council have to go into his premises? And- well, because it's it's all part of the COVID laws, isn't it? All is salons remain it shut. Governmental guidelines? It's local authority. Right. It's local authority. Um, jobs my, 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 my. Yeah, my, the jobs. Well, no, it's, it's salons are more afraid of the fines that are dished out by the council than they are by the virus itself. That I think is undeniable, because, yeah, basically, if if, if the council weren't involved, and this pandemic was a deadly pandemic. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the worst pandemic in a 100 years, which obviously the excess mortality uh, rate doesn't bear that out, um, then people would naturally stay away from the salons. You wouldn't need to have to lock down salons and threaten them with fines from opening up, would you? No. Because people would naturally just close because it would be dangerous. However, the councils have been given... Uh, unbelievable powers to basically powers, find draconian, draconian yeah draconian legislation to fine businesses over three thousand pounds for each discrepancy now like i say you know it's it's a nonsense it, it just shows that the the industry is scared of the council and not scared of the virus yeah, in my right, opinion right, right. um and, and 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 yet let's go back to the, the petition the reason why salons are closing Seven and a half thousand salons have closed in this country this year, is because it's now unviable to own a salon in in town. You can't actually make it. You, I mean, it's very difficult to make ends meet when you know capacity's down, all your costs have gone through the roof, the clients have stopped coming because you know they're cutting their hair at home now. Uh, because they got used to it during lockdown. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So a lot of these businesses, um, they're, they're really struggling. So I understand why they're asking for help. That's all. That's but, but okay, you, they, okay.
1: Now, would they get the help?
0: No, of course not. Of course not. We've already been through this. Right. All, this all this, these petitions. So, so
1: why, to... why are they sort of going on about? So, look, I, 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 I was actually looking,
0: looking at their. Um, Cool then go through it. Go through the petition update. Right. You know. uh, not the petition. so so like Salons are drowning mainly in government
1: yeah, debt. Right. VAT debt, right? As no reduced VAT was given to sales during any blah blah blah, right, right? Well we know that. But who's, we know that. Who's, don't
0: pay your VAT. Whose
1: Simple. fault was that? You got no well, turnover. The thing is yeah. that right, whose fault was that, right? That that was the yeah, hair, That's, the, that's the, their own fault. The, yeah, that's a professional bodies, right? Not so like yeah. um Sticking up for the hairdressers. That's right. I just took the words yeah. out of my mouth, right? Because I'm trying to find the right words. Yeah. They, they, yeah. And then also, only 15% of the salon owners um, in this country pays VAT anyway. 85% don't
0: yeah. pay, right? So you can yeah. cut that out for a start, right? So, yeah. Well, it's an impasse, isn't it? Yeah. You've got 15% of people advocating for a thing <laughs> that the government needs at least 51% of people in the industry... Yeah exactly to, to advocate for yeah. it do you know what i mean so so it's never it's an impasse it's never gonna it's never gonna get through yeah
1: so forget that the the national insurance contribution of pension debt right okay that, that was one of the big problems that when they announced the um, workplace pension schemes that had how on earth right, did the professional bodies allow this um this um burden on salon owners, all businesses to come into place mm. in the first place. Okay, I understand if you work in an office or a factory, right? But hairdressers are very transient people. Okay? Mm. You know, so how can you have a workplace pension, right, for someone that's mm. not gonna be there in three, four years' time, or someone's not gonna be mm. there in six
0: months' time, whatever. It is Well it's a great point. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And there's no i don't it's just like you say it's another burden isn't it it's another expense it's another bunch of bureaucracy that sale owners have to pay for it, and deal exactly with. and
1: again with. right who speak, who spoke up on behalf of the um, the song owners right who speaks up on behalf of them right and to sort of say this is not acceptable no
0: one. Well, there is nobody speaking up exactly. because like I say, uh, that's that's I mean, that is one of the arguments of the one voice brigade, you know. We would be there to deal with it. Yeah. But they're ineffective, this one voice brigade. That's right. Um all all we've seen from the governing bodies, such as the Hare and Barber Council, they've just been a government mouthpiece. For have basically been Yeah, they've just been they've been telling us what the government wants to hear. That's right. They've not they've not They've not provided any opposition to anything the government's ever said. So if the Hair and Barber Council actually want to make use of their status that they have, that they're diminishing status they have in the industry, how about sticking up for us? How about going to battle for those boots-on-the-ground hairdressers? How about you go into battle for us rather than just parroting what the government wants you it to did. tell us, exactly, because there, it gives me no confidence in these people that are claiming to be speaking on our behalf to be able to go there with any kind of logical argument to, you know, to mm. to bat bat for our, our you know to bat for our team. No, exactly. Do you know what I mean? They'll be out for a golden duck, hundred percent. Right, you know I mean? And and yeah, and
1: again, now, this is this is my sort like worrying issues that I have with with these yeah you know we we do need some kind of um voice but these people are completely wrong um uh, again let's go down the list government loans well that's you know we we, we discussed that a minute ago they should just wait it, right they do need to take mm-hmm. that money out straight away they did it, but greed takes it to place. Now, when it comes to debt, right, people get into debt through greed, not because of, mm. um, of, of, um, so sort of like f- well well executed, um, uh, business plans, or if uh, it's their greed comes into it because you know, when it's easy money, when it's free money people could take mm. a bunch of it now in America right when Donald Trump gave away that sort of 1500 right to
0: every citizen yeah mm. what
1: do a lot of people do with it they brought Bitcoin didn't they you know yeah mean? it's
0: now worth an absolute fortune exactly yeah. that's yeah, what they that's what yeah. they did and that's that's why the prices of bitcoin went up as well considerably anyway uh, and 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 hence the supply shortage of people because people were like oh we've been paid to stay at home i don't need to go to work so it you know it created a lot of problems but a lot of those salons took the money because they had employees and they had to you know the government didn't want job losses yeah but the, but the
1: employee you know, but the employees were protected by the furlough scheme
0: Right, these government knows are different. Yeah, no, but yeah, the, the, yeah, no, the foot, yeah, uh, okay, right, yeah. maybe I'm getting my my wires yeah. crossed. I think there, I, think, I, I think certainly so. remember my friend who owns the McDonald's. They got because basically the government basically said to them because obviously McDonald's they would have fired everybody immediately, but the government didn't want the the PR own goal, of. You know, that newspaper. But that's why the Fredders have fired, have made 50,000 people redundant. The government didn't want that. So a lot of these was a furlough that was a furlough, yeah. that was a furlough oh. aaron you know what i mean was so it, what were the, the government loans then so i thought these were grants were these not grants right. yeah,
1: exactly they were exactly with all these schemes around right? Really. i think i think the way the uh, the petitioners put it down right is government loans mm. right but i think they were grants they were sort of like benefits they were sort of like schemes and things like that right so yeah. i kind of think there's a little bit of a miss. Um, Representation there on that government loans. Sure. But again, but it still comes out to the point, right? People's greed took the money without realising that they had to pay it back at one point. Rather be sensible. Yeah. Right?
0: Well, I mean, was it was it was it a little bit of that and was it also a little bit of two weeks to flatten the curve? You well, know, I've, they they might have thought that oh, this lockdown's only temporary yeah, It'll be yeah, done, yeah, dusted, yeah. and Yet here we are, fifteen months yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Um, You know, still having to deal with it. I I mean, look, job losses. 68% say they will have to make redundancy in October. So there you go. Do you know what I mean? Well, that that, that was... That's the job losses the government didn't want. But I think... That the government have paid for, uh, for 18 months... And, and and it's not staved off anything, much like any of the lockdowns and any of the mask mandates. But I, It's not actually made any difference. But I mean, that, it's just kick the can down the road. Well, <laughs> well the, the, Which is that f- famous government phrase, <laughs> weren't it, for Brexit, right? Yeah. Oh, we need, get on with Brexit. We don't want to kick the can down the road. No. So all the furlough schemes, mask mandates, all they've done is kick the whole COVID thing down the road. That, that is true. But
1: I've put all these four things down to a lot of other issues, right? You know, it's not just the... Um, the COVID thing because again you you you've got um, local governments you've got people there's there's lack of um, enthusiasm there's there's a lot la- there's a lack of yeah. everything isn't there you know what I mean
0: there's still no events there's still no people it, going it, to weddings it, it, exactly and bar mitzvahs 100 you know I mean?
1: which the industry relied on Aaron yeah the industry never yeah. relied on
0: a haircut
1: right now, which is, which I believe was completely wrong anyway, because that's what they should have been doing. But because they all diverted their attention to everything else, now that there that they're there's nothing else,
0: just a haircut, they can't survive on a haircut. Bessie speaking. Yeah, and five months. Don't let's not forget. You know, we all got shut down mid December, just before Christmas, the busiest period uh, of our year, where you know a lot of people's Decembers make up for the year's profit right yeah. you know you have a good December that pretty much turns the whole year around well the government in their wisdom decided to obviously shut everything down two weeks before Christmas mm. and then we weren't allowed to reopen until mid April so you're talking five months people had to go without salon services for five months and uh, one of my colleagues was telling me again a lot of their they've, they was out for a walk down the beach and they saw four of his customers that are all having their hair done by their wives at home now because their wives have basically learned how to. <laughs> well, I, I, I must admit,
1: my wife cuts my hair now as well. So, so yeah.
0: But, but but so but that's the point. But that's that's the point. You know. So it's it's so it is all related to COVID. Um, and and a lot of the measures which have gone to save salons have actually just gone and, and basically twisted the knife. They've created more pain. Yeah, uh, that's more right. Long-term pain. Yeah, yeah that's and, that's um, right. This is this is this is this is the travesty of it all. This
1: is. This is why I'm. Um, I, mean, I look. I I like Colette I I I don't know her, but yeah. You know, when I saw her read, I I find her enthusiastic. I find her caring. I find her understanding to to a lot of things, but at the same time, I think she is misguided as to how to make that big impact. You know, it's it's all like you know. You get to a certain level, and how do you get to the next level? Do, do, do you know what I mean? And right. I think that's where she's really has not thought of the or, or 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 got stuck or anything, but just not connected to the to the right people. I'm not saying we connected to the right people. I'm not saying we've got all the answers, but at the same time, we do know exactly where um, we stand and what our where where we're coming from, really, because yeah. we've been there. We've done it. Right.
0: yeah and and, and um, also I think we want to extend like you know in true Salonomic style we want to give people the right to reply mm. so Colette you know come on tell us you're thinking tell us what it is you're trying to achieve here yeah. Um, yeah. because in in our eyes we see that you are yeah look I can imagine Colette has given a lot of relief to people over the last year you know with a uh, with her her Facebook groups and everything, you know, so there's a lot of um, scared salon owners out there, and she's probably given a lot of hope and belief. Yeah, but I to, she don't. that she can help I them. But I what I fear is she's setting themselves up. For, she's setting herself up to fail because none of these things that she's, you know, mm. attempting to it's coming to fruitation. Resolve is ever going to come to fruition. That's right. uh, and this is the thing. This is goes back to the life, the cycles. Of our industry we go through bear markets where we have to build our business and then we go through bull markets where we're cutting hair and we're rushed off our feet you know this is a natural cycle and do you think right because because i because i don't really do facebook
1: anymore i'm back on linkedin now right but um i mean i'm, I'm very active on twitter at the moment because only because of my mm. football team not because of the hairdressing things <clears throat> but mm. now i i would think uh, could I get a of encouragement, right? When people sort of say, "Yeah, could I go and go for it?" I mean, because I know from Eleanor, where she sort of makes a point on LinkedIn, everybody's sort of applauding her, sort of saying, "Yeah, go for it, go for it." But at the same time, right, she's really there's no there's no traction there at all to sort of say, "Well, what are you doing? Uh, I don't see the point." Do you think Kulak's like that a little bit? That she's got these sick of fans who's trying to encourage her to do something, but yet really, they
0: don't really support her as such. Am I wrong in saying that? I don't know. It's very, it's very hard to it's hard to say. Like I say, I think her, her USP is she's just trying to give hope to fellow hair salon owners, um, trying to give a bit of guidance yeah. too. But ultimately, like we've been saying for a long time, it's kind of futile. But... Mm. Um, you know, anyway. uh, and there's not really much else we can say about that, apart um, Anyway, Colette, apart listen,
1: from... I, I, I feel no like doubt we will talk one day, um, but if you, if you wanna sort of get, uh, get your opinions and have a
0: chin with us, you're more than welcome. GoSalon automates your retail process. We connect you and your client to a distributor online that will fulfill your order and send it direct to your customer. This enables all of our users to earn commission without any extra work. It's that simple. Sign up today at GoSalon.uk Right, so I got a bit of a bugbear this week. Um, Obviously, as you know, I've I've been quite... You know, I've been quite upset this yeah, week. Bam. I've been in quite an angry, angry mood because... Well, you know what it's yeah, like. Yeah. You know, you lose someone close to me. It's it's the seven stages of anger. Uh, yeah. Seven stages of grief, right? Mm. So, yeah, I was quite angry this week. Um, and it was mainly to do with um, a guy that you might know called Aidy Feeling. Yeah, I know, um, but I never met him. Yeah, I mean... I just think p I just think he's 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 a bit of a hypocrite. I mean obviously he's grown his socials pretty huge over the last, you know, eighteen months or so and you know, he's done obviously tremendous work raising money for you know, raising money for um NHS, the nurses, you know, all that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh he might have blocked me. That's he might it. have blocked me. I wanted I wanted to play yeah. I think he's blocked me. I'm am just going through Instagram now, <laughs> trying to find trying to find the video. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you'd be blocked. <laughs> yeah, I think he's blocked me. Where can I? How can I find it? Yeah, I'm I'm searching for his like normally every day when I turn up on Instagram, there's Ad's face and his bad tattoos right in front of my eyes every single. And I I don't even engage with his thing, but like I say, because I've trolled him, I've just typed Ad in. And Ad doesn't cast, so he's blocked me. Oh, well, Ad, truth hurts, mate. I mean, you are the biggest hypocrite. This why he's blocked me, Joe. Uh, Monday morning, he put a video of himself, you know, showing off. He lives in Leicester Square, whoopie do. There was thousands of people outside, you know, because there was I think another anti-lockdown march. There was probably a bit of extinction rebellion mixed in. Anyway, there's a lot of protests going on in London, and there he is. (laughs) There he is reporting, oh, don't need an alarm clock, you know, this is what I love about London, you know, everyone's out and about, it's Monday morning, you know, all this noise, power to the people. What a hypocrite. Two months ago, he was effing and jeffing at everyone because of COVID, how that was the people's fault. Remember the whole covid years. Yeah two months ago also I had to give him a lesson on Bitcoin because he was saying how Bitcoin was a Ponzi scheme and how it's how it's ruined people I mean it, it was spoken like somebody that was truly butthurt because they'd obviously bought the high and, and sold the low you know right, which is obviously right. um, sacrilege um, and he was talking like that and, and obviously if, if AD actually um, gave the monkeys about the people um, you know he would actually logic my argument but he don't. He just blocks me. So you know, bollocks to you, Ad. Um, and also, you know, my niece, uh, my niece, who you claim to be a supporter of, You know, there was no messages. There was none of that. Do you know what I mean? So, like I say, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, spill any, uh, cry tears over being blocked by Ad. In fact, it's made my uh, Instagram experience a hell of a lot better. So, so, so he's that. not coming to our Christmas party. He's not, <laughs> not invited. Not invited. So yeah, so that's it. So so once again it's this hypocrisy of some a person's social life and their actions speaking louder than their words. There he is, look at me, look at me, power to the people. Yet two months ago you were calling the people a bunch of effing idiots, mate. So um keep keep with your fake charity work, keep going with your fake charity work and doing your fake PR stunts and paying all those models to be your friends. Well, that, you know, um, it's, it's a sad indictment right. of how the world is today it is. Really, really big. It yeah, is. people got, it's a public forum yeah. right you want to go on a public forum come on the show tell us tell us why you're not a hypocrite AD. I'm calling you out <laughs> you know, exactly that, there's, that a challenge even a AD, if
1: there's a challenge yeah. there if you don't accept yeah. if you don't accept this offer then I will take every bit of what Aaron said gospel. That you are a hypocrite. Yeah, I, I
0: don't even need to be donated by a third party to call him out for that, like I say, it just wound me up and, and this week especially um, you know, not even not even a, hey how are you mate I heard the news, none of that it, it, it kind of um, gives me
1: an idea actually if we've got, yeah, go we got any listeners who has the same um, bear bag with somebody let us know we'll call him out for you we'll be all happy to call him yeah. out right yes, you know, yeah because i i must say I, I this is the concern that i have in today's world is that people talk about mental health issues at things like this right and and um, i believe in our industry we don't have mental health issues so there's i noticed people are bringing mental health issues into our business now if you've got mental health issues the last thing you're going to be is a hairdresser can you
0: imagine mm. right oh my god that reject you're getting judged every hour. every hour or
1: someone saying i don't like my haircut what are you gonna do are you gonna cry yeah. you're gonna go stab
0: yourself you're gonna go you know what i mean we're yeah. not an industry you need thick sc- well i mean they do say that hairdressing is supposed to be one of the happiest professions it, it, it mate, is. Don't they? but you know so. but they
1: shouldn't be promoting because i noticed there's there's a lot of noise now that back that back mm. on, on linkedin that there's a lot of noise out with mental health you know they shouldn't be yeah. promoting this Aaron because it sends the wrong message out like you said yeah we're sure. happy people we, we should be the in happy industry and you know I mm. respect Colette, I respect and I respect all these people all right I don't agree with what they're doing but I respect it because they're believing something and they're trying to be positive
0: they're putting themselves out there mate they're putting themselves out there to be shot at which you know that's half the battle that's half the courage and 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 like i say it is it is about courage this whole business you've got to have so much courage to get up and go to work every day to cut you know you've got to be prepared to fail every single customer you're you're judged by your last
1: haircut right and and you know and these and
0: people like
1: Ad, who I've got to sort of take you well for it because he hasn't responded at all, right? If he's if he's promoting charities and things like that with mental health you know what? Forget it, mate. You, you actually saw sort of like you're virtual signaling. You're trying to get scores some mm. brand new points that
0: the industry mm.
1: don't need. Yes, yeah, so it's,
0: it's, it's dishonest, yeah, mate. It I don't is. like it that. Exactly. It's very disingenuous. It, it, it is. Anyway, that was my couple of bugbears. Well, well done, you, mate. Uh, and so, so you, you so, got, that, you got uh, it off your chest. I got it off well, my chest. No. I feel so much better yeah, for it, for... mate. I feel... so so that's a, that's really is a lesson to everyone out there. You know, get it off your chest, or we'll we'll take it off your yes. chest. You know, well well, problem shared is a problem. As part, it happens, right. If
1: okay. anyone wants to come on our show to get something off their chest,
0: you're more than welcome. Just let us know. Well, you know what? There is facility to do that. You can actually record us a voice message. Yes. If you go, if you type, if you go to Google, you go anchor.fm. Right forward slash sal- salonomics we have the ability on that channel to you record a voice note and that re- voice note i can actually then put into the show um but then again it depends if you want to be anonymous, be anonymous. if you want to call someone out anonymously you can do that i song. think You've that just would just be awesome mate can you
1: imagine can you yeah. imagine people saw of sending send us voice uh, recordings
0: of of Getting things off their chest. I think that would be a fantastic. Absolutely, I think that'd be great. I think, be I think that'd be great for their mental yeah. health. I think that's this is the most positive thing that happened to in our industry for a long it, time. Exactly.
1: And we are a positive industry. And let's think like that. Yeah. You know, forget absolutely. the politics. Forget the mental issues. Just go out there and and try and be what you're supposed to be, professional hairdressers.
0: Yeah, really? Absolutely. You know absolutely. I'm going to give you a round of applause for that. Mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, um, innovation news. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we, we wanted to Touch on kind this, of yeah. do a bit more of this, but I, I, I realise we're already at 50-odd minutes for the show, Joe Mehmet, so you know I don't like to go over 45 minutes, uh, <laughs> and we haven't achieved that once in our lives yet. But, but anyway, bear with me. So then, innovation. Um, there's been an innovation to go salon over the last month. I'm inundated uh, with apps. Um, as you know, the, sh- the show, um, the How to Cut It show with Dom, um, number 208, if you want to go and listen to that. Um, I've got 75 apps I've got to build, and, and it takes me about an hour to do each one. So so please bear no, with me. There's only so many hours in a day. From, from that one show. 75 apps. Well, I'm there. that's accumulated over the last... Three or four months, because obviously uh, we've been building the platform out bit by bit. You know, so I'm bringing like new people onto the platform like every week. You know, um, see,
1: it, uh, it, but if I was I, your manager, right, I'd be sending you yeah. out to more podcasts shows to sort of do to get more traction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, Dom's was such a um, shot in the arm for Go Salon. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm willing to go on other co- podcasts. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll go and find out what the other podcasts are that are out there. And yeah, and, and, s- um, s- yeah s- I hi, think share you, you, that's on your show. Yeah, well, I mean, are you talking from me and Go Salon players? No, 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 for you, Aaron. No, I'm not doing it. Because you know what happens. We just end up. We just end up fighting over the limelight. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. The, the hour. Like we did with Angela, Angela and Kerry. Show and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. go back to your innovation, but, um, so, mate. Come, please.
0: Yeah. So the innovation. So basically, um, the great thing about being part of an open platform like Go Salon is, is. That we benefit, we benefit from all the upgrades and the updates that the other companies create um, and build um, on their networks. Automatically get shared with our networks. So, for example, you know, any upgrade to the calendar system on your phone will get upgraded to your Go Salon system. Any upgrade on the uh, request appointment system will get shared with yours. Any upgrades on the get button, uh, get paid button. Gets shared on our system. So PayPal. So obviously um, on Go Salon, um, I share a hack with everybody how to take credit card payments for zero commission. Uh, and you can I'm sending this out in the latest um, Go Salon uh, blog this this month. I do I do a Go Salon blog once once a month to keep <coughs> everyone abreast of what's going on. Uh, but PayPal just innovated their 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 um, payment system. So basically now you've got a QR code uh, with a tip jar. So, you can ah. now accept zero commission tips through PayPal. Fantastic. Um, so, once again, this is an innovation that is created by PayPal, which automatically plugs into your Go Salon app. And that's part and parcel of being part of an open network. Fantastic. You know, which is what Go Salon is all about. So, you know, I've seen innovations in the tip space, right? Where you've got to pay 30 quid a month. To get a piece of hardware so that customers can, like Oyster, like their Oyster card, you know, their contactless card. They can tap on this thing so you can get a tip. Because obviously people were worried about being a cashless society, right? Oh, how are we going to get tips if we can't, you know, accept cash anymore? So why would you spend 30 quid a month on a piece of hardware... Just to accept tips? Do you know what I mean? It just say, I mean, you've got to earn some serious tips to make that actually. Vibe, I I, right?
1: I must admit, I I I actually saw getting a bit worried myself because um, you, you mentioned the word cashless society. I actually might have mm. to start getting myself a card reader,
0: actually. No, like say you don't need one. You just use your GoSalam.
1: So they could actually pay. They could actually pay. Yeah.
0: I did, it. I did it yesterday with my client. I just opened my phone up, pressed the button. It showed him the QR code. Right. He just opened up his camera. It took him straight to his PayPal app. Bang. He typed in four numbers, which was, you know, 30 quid for the haircut. Have to and you don't have to have a PayPal account. Uh, yes, right. but you can obviously then sign in and right. do all that malarkey. But pretty much everyone has got a PayPal account. Well, I, I, I believe I, these I'm days. I'm not quite mate. sure about my clients, but I, I kind of get what you said. The young generation definitely. The younger generation definitely, definitely has PayPal. Yeah. If not PayPal, they'll have Revolut or they'll have a, uh, one of these new innovative young yeah. Yeah. Uh, online banks. Um, okay. Yeah, there was another update that PayPal brought to the world this week. Um, your ability to buy Bitcoin through PayPal. Yeah, but is that being stopped, though, because you're paying um, commissions or something like that? No, 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 it's not nothing to do with that. I mean, basically, PayPal gives you the ability to open up with a partnered exchange. So it's not really PayPal offering you Bitcoin. You're, they're just basically partnering up with an exchange that already does Bitcoin. Right. So there's nothing stopping you going straight from, you know, to the exchange you know right, to buy right. your bitcoin no, no, it's brilliant um, but yeah fantastic news so, for you
1: mate so it's evolving it's <laughs> naturally evolving it, isn't it
0: yeah it's getting better yeah. these things are getting better over time so yeah like i say um if you aren't aware of what goes Salon is uh we are simply a network that connects you to a distributor and your customer so that you can basically make referral commissions without having um, to do the hard work of buying all the products in. The distributor deals with all that, and they send it straight to your customer. Uh, rediscover profit from retail. Join the retail rebellion, Joe. Memet. Yes. Yes. Go go salon. Salon. Well said, mate. Well. Done. Anyway. So um, yeah. So that's really it. I mean, I am. I am about to completely rewrite and redo the whole Go Salon website. I'm gonna make. I, I've, I've, re, I've decided there's too many words on there, mate. There's far too many words, so I need to really boil it down to like, you know, three or four sentences. Well, it,
1: it's like that sort of like a, a, a very phase f- that I saw c- created when I started my thing. You always finish with you always finish with what you didn't start with. <laughs> you, know, do you know what I mean? So no, ex-
0: ex- express that a bit. More. Right.
1: Yeah. You start with a project, right? But mm. you always end up with a different um, concept.
0: Ah, right, okay, so, so the idea and the uh, the, the seed yes. that you formulate yeah. ends up kind of... Yeah, it's that, it's yeah. that pathway to yeah. success, isn't yeah. it? People think the pathway to success is a straight line, yeah. when really the reality is it's this wiggly that's, line that goes up, right. down, left, right. right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say that is true with Go Salon, but, you know, I'm just being... The, the vision of mine was pretty clear to begin with. It was like, well, how do we solve the retail? Yes. Well, that's issue? how it started. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's how it started. That's how it started. Right. I want it to solve you know that what I mean? And over time, as innovations like QR codes came out, I'm like, that's great, right. I'm going to exactly. use that because that makes. Yeah. All of a sudden, we don't have to type anything into Google. We just scan a thing with our camera. That saves seconds. Do you exactly.
1: Know what I mean? So, so you're, you're adapting all the time. And, 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 and all the and, time. A, and the thing about business, right, or in, in the world that we live in today, it's so fast right that things just change dress so quickly right mm. so you have to you have to react to that situation at a given yeah. time anyway mate on that note
0: yes uh we are right at the hour yeah. mark so well done for that well, well, mate well, another well, round of applause for you um yeah so if you want to go and check out ghost salon we're still accepting sign-ups, you can go to the website ghost salon.uk um, put your business name in there and your email address. And, and like I say, it's a, it's a huge network that's growing fast. Um, we've got a couple of distributors as well that we're looking to get on board. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited. So, yeah, cheers for today, Joe. Um, yeah. It's been a really tough week. Yeah, it has um, been. But, but I think you've got have you've your
1: chest today. You've got have your chest. Yeah. So you should breathe, breathe. in. Yeah,
0: breathe, breathe in, out. breathe out. Really? Yeah, think happy exactly. thoughts and
1: all that. Uh, alright then mate all right. well much love you t- cheers for I today i to you later bye everybody bye bye
0: Go Salon puts an entire retail display in your pocket Go Salon is the future of retail it's for hair and beauty professionals and it makes it simple for your client to buy products from you for the internet price to learn more go to gosalon.uk